everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 113, Maximize Your Minimalism. If you like Trust the Trail podcast and would like to help support it, there are a couple ways you can help. One, you can visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash trust the trail and choose one of our tiers. Or you can leave a comment on our iTunes page, which helps promote the podcast, and that's free. Or better yet, just come backpacking with us, for God's sake. Visit our website at trustthetrailpodcast.com and go to our, our events page where the whole month of September, this year, 2019, we're going to be backpacking up in the UP and we are guiding some amazing trips up there. So just come on and join us. And remember, our Adventure Seeker tier on our Patreon page, all of that monthly donation goes goes towards those trips. So by the time you, you choose one of those events, you're going for almost free. So we'd love for you to go. On this episode, we share with you ideas about lightening your pack load without necessarily buying lightweight gear. It's not always about what is lighter. Sometimes it's simply about reducing the volume of your gear and how it is carried that can make all the difference. So stay tuned at the end of this podcast for pro tips on how to maximize your minimalism. You can always join in on the discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and come hang out with us. Be part of that family and discussion. We love our Facebook group. I know. It's <laughs> awesome. So it was, so we have everybody well most of our listeners probably know at this point we are in the midst of uh renovating an old airstream um the process is not easy and it has not been easy but it's been an adventure and i wish i wish we had listened to a podcast about about renovating about an airstream, renovating an airstream before doing it but it was but it was really interesting. So in this build, uh, at the current stage when we were designing it, we made these we built it with these very, very large and deep drawer spaces. And we have a ton of drawers. Yeah. For our for our clothes. For for We're, all of our belongings to house. Um and this is truly before we began reducing and really understanding what we repetitively use, what we what we have, what we have re now reduced down to. And it, it was funny because <laughs> Scott and I were working on it the other day, and it, it turns out we have too much storage because we were going through, we were finalizing the drawer design, and, and we had already built them, and we were in the painting stages, and we were trying to figure out what would be housed in each one because it's changed along the way. And we had two really large drawers that we really couldn't conceptualize what would go in them. And I was like, yeah, don't worry. We'll find something to fill, you know, the space. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to fill it with something. And it dawned on me right then and there. I'm like, huh, this is the problem. This is, this is where the problem lies in with backpacking. Absolutely. <laughs> and we find this quite often when, you know, when we teach our backpacking boot camp class, we see all shapes and sizes of backpacks. And I'm always amazed at how big 
some of these backpacks are that um, are brought on a one or two day trip. I'm like, you know, wow. I mean, I think if you're going to on a, a three week expedition in Alaska, this backpack <laughs> was going to be awesome. But we realized that um, even in our own lives that the that sometimes the volume isn't I mean, the volume kind of makes all the difference. And it really is all about not so much how big, in our case, our gargantuan drawers are <laughs> in our airstream. Um, but it's it's ultimately going to be about how we pack the airstream, you know, how we pack it. Weight and distribution, all Weight of distribution it. and how that's all going to play in to traveling across the country and meeting all you fine people. And <laughs> so we really wanted to touch base on, you know, it's not so much sometimes the gear or the weight in your backpack. It's definitely how you pack your pack and sometimes using the volume to your advantage. Well, it's you, everybody has heard that, you know, with an empty house, you need to fill it with things. You know, if you have an empty room in your house, you're like, oh, this is pretty bare. I'm going to have to buy some furniture to fill it. Or uh, you go in and you buy a large liter pack. You know, let's say you do a 60 liter pack because uh, you're like, well, I, I, I need to fill I need, I need all this stuff to go backpacking. And so you're convinced that you need a larger volume pack. And then all of a sudden you have all this empty space. And it, it was just very eye-opening. And it kind of inspired this like thought process of, you know, volume versus weight and emptiness and filling something just to fill it, which is essentially now we have all this emptiness in a build that we created and and nothing to put in it. Yeah, so the question, I guess, then you have to ask, does vi volume versus weight, does volume make a difference when it comes to weight? And the answer to that is, yeah, it does make a difference. So here's an example of that. If you were going, if you were on the trail Imagine yourself holding a five-pound brick. You're standing on the trail. Now extend your arm all the way out and hold that five-pound brick extended with your arm extended. That little tiny five-pound brick is going to get heavy pretty fast. So now take that same five-pound brick and bring it close to your chest and hold it. All of a sudden that brick doesn't seem as heavy, but it's the same amount of weight. So how can that be? Well, I mean, you're talking about center of gravity uh, in that analogy. Absolutely. And that's the whole that's concept the of backpacking. <laughs> well, so, okay. Weight versus um the weight versus volume. I, I read something when I was kind of looking up the differences. We all know weight, volume. This is something that we grow up learning about. But I came across this uh, baking site. <laughs> and we're not talking about Which is really weird because you do not bake. I do not bake. I don't even have an oven. <laughs> we do not have an oven to bake. 
But I read this um I read this quote and it said weight is a direct measurement of an ingredient itself. And that's us talking about um you know how much something weighs. Then it goes on by saying by contrast, the volume taken up in a measuring spoon or cup includes variable amounts of empty space. A teaspoon of granule salt can, t- can contain twice as much salt as a teaspoon of flake salt. And it just, it gave me a really abrupt visual of, well, yeah, that makes sense. You know, larger noodles are going to take up uh, more empty space than thinner noodles. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I could think of right then. Yeah. There. <laughs> uh, uh, absolutely. But, but so that's the difference between uh, the, the volume aspect of things. Well, and that's the whole concept and that's the whole uh, engineering of how backpacks are made today. The reason why we got away from the A-frame pack is because the center of gravity makes so much difference. So if you use the brick analogy, right, it's a it's a five pound brick. If you're gonna carry that five pound brick um, 2,000 miles on the Appalachian Trail or go hike a weekend, what would you rather have? Would you rather be holding the five pound brick in front of you with your arm extended the whole time, going uphill, downhill, or would you rather be carrying the five pound brick close to your body? Everyone knows, common sense would tell you, I'd rather have it close to my body. And that is why it's crucial that packing your pack is so important. How to pack it. It doesn't always matter the weight of your gear because not everybody can go this ultralight, lightweight backpacking. Um, It's expensive. Not everybody can do it. And so for midweight type, um, for midway backpackers, it's in, it's e- even more important how you pack your pack. And that's really what we want to talk about on this podcast. So um, because we run into a lot of people when we take backpacking uh, boot camp and or things that they've read before on different blog posts, watch different YouTube videos that, oh, just throw it in your pack, just throw your sleeping bag in your pack, just throw your stuff in your pack, you'll be fine. That's really not true because that's really not the science behind um, utilizing your gear and utilizing the volume in your pack to make, to maximize, to maximize your backpack and the things you carry. This is why your backpack you know, I get asked, I get asked this question a lot. How come my backpack has so many straps on it? <laughs> what are these straps for? It's a well, lot of bells and whistles. There's a lot of straps on a backpack. Yeah, on on some of them. Right, but that they're not there on accident. You know, they're just not sewing random straps on your pack. They're they're there for one reason and one reason only, and that's compression, compression, compression. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But what's really ironic about the whole volume and and how you pack your pack is really the art of determining your your body size, your pack fit, how you know it's so important to get your torso measured so your backpack fits properly. And why is that so important? Because it all comes back 
to the volume in your backpack. So for example, smaller people can carry a higher percentage of weight than larger people. So a smaller person can actually carry more weight, a percentage of weight, than a bigger person. So Ariane technically can carry more weight because of her, her percentage, her body weight percentage than I can. And that, that is that proved itself when we went in the grand Canyon. Yeah. I think the rule of thumb is, is that you won't, you really shouldn't carry more than 20, 25% of your weight, 25, 30% of your weight. Uh, that's kind of a general rule of thumb. But if you start looking at that in numbers and start breaking that down from somebody who maybe weighs 115 pounds to somebody who weighs 150 pounds, uh, all of a sudden those numbers start <laughs> increasing. Uh, somebody who maybe weighs uh, 215 pounds is not going to be able to carry the 25, 30% of their weight. It's just, it, it, in, in variables of numbers, it's just too heavy. Yeah. And so when we went into the Grand Canyon, you actually <laughs> ended up carrying um, a lot of weight. A lot. A lot of weight. And yeah. and it was kind of funny because when we first, when we, the first, the first time we went in the Grand Canyon, um, you know, we, when we, when we take guests down in the Grand Canyon, and if you guys come out with us on, uh, in 2020 in May, um, it's it's unlike a trip you've ever gone on to because you have to carry an you have to carry a lot of water a lot of water weight yeah. and it's not water that you're going to be carrying the whole trip because there's water down there when where we go um, it's you got to carry enough water to cash to hide um, because when you come back up you don't have any water with you and so you we have to cash water so by the time we get to where we cache the water and then we hike back up to the trailhead. You've, you've got, you know, two, three liters of water that you can drink going up, um, back up to the, the trailhead, which is about, I don't know, it's like a, like about 3000 foot <laughs> climb up. Um, but that's, that's the whole thing. So when we, when we, when we, when we size packs and we look at, you know, your frame size and we look at how big or how tall or how small you are, we we can we can know that okay the smaller person this person can carry a little bit more weight than they think they can yeah i think so when you're looking at packs it, 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 like scott said it's so important to fit your pack properly because it is about weight distribution um and the center of gravity and how you carry it so volume plays I should say the leader of the pack that you're looking at plays a large part in your decision um, in making a purchase on that because a lead, your different leader sizes uh, can accommodate a certain amount of volume. Well, especially with lightweight packs. So your lightweight packs today, um, they can only carry so much weight. They, they've got a rating on them. So um, when you go out and buy a Z-Pack or a Hyperlite, those things can only carry so much weight. Um, if you want to get into lightweight backpacking, 
then you know you look at your lightweight packs but then you're gonna have to and we said this many times on our podcast you're gonna have to commit to lightweight gear but if you have a regular backpack like uh, an osprey or a doiter or a kelty uh, you know what whatever you have and you have just regular backpacking gear maybe your tents you know four to five pounds maybe you have the rei half dome or you know maybe you have got some hand-me-down equipment or maybe you've borrowed some gear then everything that that you're going to have to learn is how to maximize all of that gear in and in a way that it um, the volume of your pack complements your gear so in other words, you're you're going to invest in compression bags, compression, 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 and this is where the rubber meets the road for midweight um, uh, backpackers who aren't going to go out and buy you know Hyperlite. They're not going to go buy all the the really ex- super expensive gear. They're just going to go out there and they're going to have fun and they're going to go backpacking. But it's all going to be about compression. If there's one thing that you're going to get out of this podcast, it's going to be about compression bags are going to be your best friend. And that is where the volume of your pack is going to make all the difference. I can guarantee you that if you want to save weight and you have an older backpack, but you buy the right compression bags and you want to keep your gear and you don't want to go out and spend all this money on, on lightweight gear, I can guarantee you that if you compress your the stuff that you have to where it needs to be compressed to, then you're going to be able to have a much better backpacking experience. Your pack is going to fit better, it's going to lay better, and it's going to compress better. Um, and that's the whole key to backpacking. It's every single inch of your backpack inside your backpack should be filled with your gear not air not space but gear and if you have a really large backpack and you buy compression sacks and you really pack everything um, the way it should be packed we'll go in uh, in that in a minute you're gonna see a lot of space in your backpack and you're like well why do I have such a big backpack why do I have like a sixty liter backpack? Yeah. I could, I could get, uh, I could go, I could go, um, you know, get a fifty liter backpack, and and so that's what we're talking about. You know, we're talking about the more space you have in your pack, the more space you're gonna put, the more stuff you're gonna put in your pack, or the, the, the to fill the space, to fill the voids in that uh, that 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 space. You're you're not really compressing, meaning you're adding volume to it and backpacks are engineered these days to be able to pull the center of gravity back towards your back so that you know i'm sure everybody out there has put on a backpack and felt like a little turtle flipped on its back um where if you're standing up straight it feels as though the backpack is pulling you backwards and and that is where the volume can feel as though you're carrying more weight. So yes, the question is, 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 does weight and volume, is it, is it different? Can it feel the same? Yeah. So 30 pounds, not correctly distributed or 
filling up more volume can feel like 50 pounds. Yeah, the, it, absolutely. That's the whole brick holding the brick scenario. Exactly. It's a five pound brick. The weight of the brick hasn't changed. It's the way you've distributed the weight of the brick. And that's why the eight frame packs are no longer around. It was because of the center of gravity. If you packed that pack wrong and you put maybe everything in the back or everything up on top and you walked uphill, um, you may be... <laughs> You may be find yourself rolling down that hill with your pack um, because the center of gravity doesn't discriminate. So uh, and, and and that's the whole engineering behind and the science behind backpacks made today. Other than other than your super lightweight packs, which are bags with, with straps on them. And that is going to be that. And like we said before, that you're going to have to commit to lightweight gear. But that's what we want to talk about is because we see a lot of uh, bigger packs and we see a lot of backpacks, midweight backpacks that are, are just, you know, the, the gear is just thrown in there. And it's really super important to to compress that gear as much as you possible. So one of the uh, compression sacks that Ariane and I use all the time. We use the Event um, compression sack. Uh, we love these things. The Event, um, it's, it's very. I've heard other people say it's waterproof. It's not waterproof. Nothing is waterproof if you're if you biffed into a lake or, you, or you're in a river. Things are going to get wet. Um, but it sure is water resistant, and it's pretty darn good. Also, um, our last a couple podcasts ago, we talked about packing and unpacking in the rain, and the Event compression sack does two things. One, it compresses your gear to the point of, you know, like a, a softball in some cases or basketball in some cases. And you can sit on that thing. It, it lets all the air out of the bag. And when you get up, it keeps the air from coming back in the bag. And so it really is a great compression bag. And that's one of the things that we urge you to look at if you don't want to go out and spend all this money on lightweight gear. Look at ways to compress your gear to as small as you can. And then every time you put an item in your backpack, look at how it's going in. There's an art to how you pack your pack. And and that's one of the reasons why we spend time teaching it on our backpacking bootcamp class. Um, it's, it's a way that you put your items one at a time in your pack compressed. And you fill the the gaps in your in your pack to the point where, you know, it's all compressed. And then, then you utilize all those many straps on your backpack, and you cinch those up. So really, the the perfect backpack, the perfect um, fit is you've measured your torso, you've packed all your stuff in compression sacks, you've compressed your backpack. You put it on and that thing is sitting pretty close to your back with a little air in it for breathability. The thing is sitting on your hips and you 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 barely feel it. Okay. And that's how it kind of was in the Grand Canyon for me. Um, it, <laughs> you know, when we when we weighed our packs, I was like, oh, boy, <laughs> I don't know about this. But it was all in how. It was packed and packed.
packing it correctly minimized the weight of what I felt. So while it by number scale seemed daunting and overwhelming, the way in which the volume was packed made it doable and completely not unbearable at all. Yeah, because and, and that... that's the difference between volume versus weight. A- absolutely. Um, when we came out of the Grand Canyon, um, Ariane did what they call the um, the the what is it? The brick wall, the red wall, the red wall, the red wall from hell. <laughs> and it's got like know, like seventy five switchbacks. I don't know. It's there's a lot of switchbacks, <laughs> but um, we're coming up the red wall. And from Surprise Valley, and Ariane took off. Man, she just like, like she bolted, and that that tells me that when you are carrying a lot of weight, but you've packed your pack successfully, and you've compressed the things in your pack, then the weight is no longer because thirty pounds is going to weigh thirty pounds. You're not going to get away with that, but it's the way you utilize the volume in your pack that's going to make all the difference. And that takes time and it takes practice to learn. Um, but it's super important. We've never really talked um, in great length about why packing your pack strategically in a compression type way is so important, but it really is almost the most important thing you can do um, to maximize the minimal amount of gear that you're going to bring on a backpacking trip. Well said. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, um, it just, it, 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 it takes, it takes a while. And you know, the thing is, is that, uh, backpacks evolve. Um, you know, when, when I hiked the trail in 2003 backpacks, I mean, it's, oh my God, it's night and day out there now with backpacks. Yeah. I think so. When I first started backpacking, um, everybody knows the brain in a backpack. Um, I was tempted to shove everything in the brain that I possibly could. We call it leftovers. <laughs> everything that is laying on the picnic table that you Just don't know what to do with, anything. you put it in the brain. And it's the difference. That volume, that weight is going to feel different and how you pack it. So when I would shove everything into the brain, I felt off balance. I felt as though I was carrying a lot more weight than I would if I properly distributed it in the areas um, that it helped minimize the dead space, um, but also appropriately to be able to uh, keep that center of gravity. And I I learned the hard way (laughs) as I'm like trudging up these mountains. And it's no different than when you pack everything on the outside and you throw everything on the outside. The further away from your your back that you get, the more volume you are adding to that weight and that weight is going to feel heavier. I think we've said it a few different ways, but yep. it's 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 real life out there and I and I think that it takes it takes a while to feel the difference. And once you feel the difference, <laughs> it changes the whole game. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen a lot of posts on some of the Facebook groups that, um, you know, that you probably belong to, that we belong to. And, we, you know, we hear a lot of people, oh, just throw it in your pack. Or, I just throw my sleeping bag in my pack. I don't put anything in it. 
Well, you know, I, I guess at some point in time, you know, if you're, if you've been through hiking, you know, the Pacific Crest Trail or the AT for a while, uh, maybe that could work, might work, work out for you. But in, but for most people, especially starting out, if once you really learn um, how to compress your gear, take all the air pockets out, even like, um, even like baggies, you know, when people put things in, in baggies and they put things in Ziploc bags and they, their food bag or, um, you know, what, whatever, uh, even if it's not yeah. a compression bag, it's even a regular your, clothes bag. Well, take your water, for example. Once you fill your water, there's empty there's, air, there's air in it. So the, the trick is get all that air out. None of your bags, none of, none of anything that you have should have air in it because why air takes up volume. And so the more volume you're taking up with dead airspace, the less you're compressing the gear that needs to be your, your needs to be compressed. So clothes, sleeping bag, tent. Um, you know, I'm a I, when I first started backpacking, yeah, I carried stuff outside my my pack, you know, but I don't now. Everything is inside my pack, everything. Because anything that is outside my pack, and sometimes you can't help it. You know, if you, you know, you, if you know, you want to go out there and spend the weekend backpacking, and, and you have an older backpack, and you've got to, you know, strap up your tent on the outside of your pack. That's fine. It's more important that you get out there. But as you progress, um, it's 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 going to be how you pack your pack that's really going to make the difference in weight and balance. And I have everything in my pack now, everything. There's nothing that hangs out of my pack whatsoever, um, except the whistle, maybe. Um, I, but I that's still, it. I, I still carry something outside of my pack. But um, So we, we do have a pro tip for you um, in talking about reducing all of the air. So I have now moved to a very lightweight uh, backpack itself. And, and in doing so, I don't have all the bells and whistles and the compressions and the, and the, um, the straps to distribute everything exactly the way I have. So it's so imperative that I pack it appropriately by volume and distributing uh, the, the space towards the center of my back. So something that I do, I'm the only one I've seen do this. I'm sure others do it. I would love to meet you and watch you do it because I'm the only one I've seen do this. So my pro tip to you guys is, is that I have to utilize every negative piece of, or every negative space in there uh, with, with um, I, I, I fill it. So I take my compression sacks and I pull all the air out of it. And instead of just compressing it down vertically, like most people do, I will turn it on its side and it ends up looking a lot like my clothes bag will end up looking a lot like a flattened pancake. <laughs> and so all my clothes are now, um, you know, very vertically, I, I, it looks, it looks like it got run over by a tire. This is something that I do to be able to fill that gap in the most appropriate place that I that I need that that weight and that distribution. And so sometimes I will I will pack my bag very oddly shaped compression sacks uh, to be able to fill that space in which I to see if it helps you. 
And you've got the Hyperlite Southwest uh, yeah. 3400. I love it. So you've got to pack that thing yeah. um, accurately. Right. So, uh, so I end up bringing my volume more uh, linear than I do out. Because uh, it's so important for me to get that balance correctly. Otherwise, I'm going to feel it uh, in places I don't want to, particularly my shoulders, because I don't have the suspension to be able to adjust. Yeah, and that's a whole other podcast that we could get into about you know how to how to fit your pack. But um, the, you know, packing packing your pack is is it's just so essential with technology today and the way they're making gear the way they've made compression sacks, the way they've made your, your backpack is one big compression sack. So if you can fit tiny compression sacks inside the compression sack, you are, you have really maximized your minimalism as far as backpacking goes. So you guys, thank you so much for listening. We haven't read some comments for a while. And so we're going to read some comments uh, from you guys. Um, not, not, all of them are always good, but we read them all. We don't care if they're good, bad, ugly. We always read them all. Um, this one, this wasn't too bad. Um, we want to thank, uh, I think it's um, Min, Minervera, Minervera uh, 3588, who commented, I really like this podcast at first. <laughs> then I started listening to the episodes and really started paying attention to the advice rather than concise conversation about the topic. Both hosts engage in long, rambling, <laughs> free-form discussion. Um, not really helpful backpacking advice or best practices. And we thank you for your comment. Um, the other comment... That's so true, though. <laughs> oh, it's true. <laughs> That's absolutely, yeah, absolutely true. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, come join the banter with us. <laughs> yeah, come, come join. <laughs> be more than welcome to be a guest on our podcast. Uh, and another one, we want to thank Lisa... Who wrote um, on our Facebook group? It was a very lovely uh, comment. Uh, you know, I have something to say. Your podcast, as amazing as it, as it is, has caused an uncomfortable obsession with me, and therefore I blame both of you. <laughs> I have been an outdoor enthusiast since I was 13, and my dad dragged his whole family along for camping and backpacking trips. I stuck with caving most much of my life and I'll feel I'm being dragged like a horror movie into backpacking. I've fallen asleep the past month watching AT through hiker YouTube channels. Yes, the bug has bitten me and you brought that pesky critter into my life. Um, thank you, Lisa. We, we are so, so very sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but we're not. Uh, it, it, it made laugh. I love those kind of comments. Um, just, I've, just love them. Uh, so thank you so much um, for posting that. We really, really appreciate that. And I cannot wait to see you um, on uh, IROYAL for sure. Um, shout outs to all of our Facebook members and our patrons, Rick, Jerry, Shirley, Chuck, John, Gary, Suzanne, Brad, Bill, and Nick. We really appreciate the support. Our podcasts are available on Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and of course on Radio Public. And guess what? We are now on iHeartRadio. Can you believe that? <laughs> I, if you listen to podcasts on iHeartRadio, or if you listen to iHeartRadio um, on your iOS or, or Android, 
you and you know your favorite radio station you can now listen to trust the trail and iHeartRadio. i think that is so cool i think it's exciting it's very exciting <laughs> i i only do itunes so <laughs> i mean i'm I, behind with time i Heart radio almost <laughs> seems like we need a radio voice or something like that you know oh. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, thank you guys so much uh, for uh, listening. Remember, check out uh, TrustTrailPodcast.com and check out our events. Uh, I Royale, Pictured Rock, we're going back into the Okie Finoki. We're doing the Grand Canyon 2020. So go ahead and uh, check that out and uh, really appreciate it. Remember, the trail does give you everything that you need. So Trust the trail, you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.